0: business, finance and economics. This is Finance Friday's Real Economics for Real Life. Welcome to another edition of This Week with Walton, a preview of what you should be looking out for in the worlds of business, finance and economics in the week ahead and why they matter. In the business world, let's talk airlines because on Tuesday, we have an earnings report from EasyJet. Now, we know that airlines have had a dreadful, truly dreadful time of late um, in the last few months with most struggling to maintain their cash flow when they're running their fleets in some cases at less than 30% of last year's capacity. Now, while some mainland European airlines like Lufthansa in Germany have gone hand in hand with their respective governments, in terms of support, it has been noted that UK airlines, like an EasyJet, haven't gone down this route, although they have taken advantage of the furlough money to tie themselves over in terms of their staffing costs. Now, specifically for EasyJet, their passenger numbers for the full year are expected to see a decrease of 50% to 48 million with the cash burn in the fourth quarter reduced to less than 700 million pounds below the 774 million pounds in the third quarter. In terms of boosting its finances EasyJet has already raised another 435 million pounds in last month by uh, way of the sale and leaseback of 20 of its aircraft as it looks to navigate its way through what is likely to be a very, very challenging winter period indeed, when a lot more of its staff members are likely to find themselves surplus to requirements, and that unfortunately means more layoffs. Um, EasyJet has already said it is consulting on reducing its headcount by up to 30%, And it will take a £120 million restructuring charge um, in the second half of the year. Uh, The group overall um, is expected to uh, report a loss before tax. And that's expected to come in between £815 million and £845 million um, with this earnings report due to be released on Tuesday. In the world of finance, this week, expect Brexit yet again to be the key driver because negotiators just have three days, three days to come up with a deal ahead of Thursday's EU summit. Now, news of a deal would support a breakout for the pound, uh, which is currently trading at $1.31 against the US dollar. And yeah, as I say, negotiators have until Wednesday, to come to a consensus and wrap up an agreement. However, failure to do so means the EU and Britain walking away from the negotiating table um, ahead of the summit on Thursday. Now, while the pound has been quite resilient um, of late, um, volatility may well pick up in the next few days. Uh, so expected the news to garner more interest than normal. Um, But yeah, where do you stand? Uh, What are your thoughts? Will we see a last minute deal to save uh, the negotiations that have been going on for the past year? Personally, I have no clue what's happening with Brexit. It's been extension after extension. Who knows what's going to happen? Now for the economic calendar. And it's a busy week ahead. Because we have a whole raft of data coming out from the Far East Asia-Pacific region um, in Japan and China. um, Which two countries which have been praised for their handling of the coronavirus pandemic, handling it better than most, certainly better than the Western nations. Um, So we'll see if that translates over into the economic data. Uh, we have Japanese third quarter GDP and finalized industrial production numbers, which are all due out on Monday, ahead of October trade figures on Wednesday. At the end of the week, we have October inflation figures, which will also be of interest. And, you know, there'll be of interest to the, BO, the Bank of Japan. Uh, will the stats give the Bank of Japan a reason to hold fire and stand pat for longer? Uh, Much will depend on the containment of a COVID-19 second wave in Japan. And then we also have Chinese economic data. Uh, The key stats here include the October industrial production, retail sales and unemployment figures, which are all due out on Monday as well. The markets will need to see a continued improvement in economic conditions in China um, to support um, investors' appetite for riskier assets. And then at the end of the week, we have the PBOC, the People's Bank of China, or the Chinese Central Bank, which is also um, setting monetary policy. Uh, The markets are not expecting any move on interest rates, but we'll see what the PBOC will be doing this week as well. And that's just a taster of some of the things you should be looking out for in the worlds of business finance and economics thanks a lot for tuning in and be sure to join me back here for a brand new episode looking at the latest COVID-19 vaccine news and the optimism surrounding it does it mean a return to normalcy for economies and the financial markets globally we shall see until then this is finance fridays signing out peace